You're listening to Gyra City Orlando's podcast, where we believe that you were designed, purposed, and positioned to change the culture. We hope this week's episode encourages and inspires you. Enjoy the message. All right, what is up, my friends? How are we today? Amen, guys. So, um, welcome to Gyra City. We are in week three of a series we are calling... Goals. Amen. Amen, man. I feel like I say amen a lot, but that's okay. Praise God. Um, Today is a very special, a very, very special day. Um, Today we have um, a lot of good friends of mine um, who I really respect um, when it comes to relationships um, and to advice. Um, Every single person right here has given me wisdom that I I have appreciated a lot. I have my beautiful girlfriend here, I have Janae, um, who has poured into my life a ton. She has taught me so much um, about myself, about my heart, about my calling. Um, I have Angie, give it up for Angie and Janae. Um, Angie was my youth pastor for literally five years. And me as youth pastor for literally five years. This is the most faithful woman I know, bro. Like. You want to talk about faithfulness? You want to talk about doing it because God told you and God called you? You want to talk about holding yourself to a standard? Angie embodies all of those qualities. Um, Then I have my absolute best friend, Christopher Sincere Dean. Give it up for Chris Dean. Um, So... Me and Chris, uh, we met at uh, Janae's book club um, that she did at her ch- old church, Faith Assembly. Um, we met there. Um, I immediately tried sizing him up because I thought he was there for Janae. So um, that was purely my intention because I was like, sorry, because uh, me and Janae weren't dating yet, so I was very territorial. Um, so, and I, w- I looked at him and I was like, dang, he's cute. Um, so I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but I saw him, man, and um, at first, at first, like, it was just kind of like any friendship, but as time went on, Chris would prove to be literally, like, the, uh, uh, like, yeah, like, my, my, my best friend, like, he's, like, he's the David to my Jonathan, if you get that biblically. He is um, the Paul to my Silas. He is, uh, I'm trying to think of a non-biblical uh, thing, so maybe you can get it a little more. He is... That's not true. Um, he is um, the Le- there we go. The Dwayne to my LeBron. Um, I'm LeBron. I, I, I dunk it. I, I hope I'm I hope I'm up all the time. Um, and then we have the lovely. We have the lovely. The um, I don't I don't know any other adjectives. Chris, help me out. Speaking your mic. The lovely. The beautiful. The gifted. The talented. Uh, the rare as a gem. Take it away. Um, Isabel Christina Yepes. Yeah, give it up for Isabel. <laughs> amen, amen. Um, and we are also sponsored by Smart Water. I'm just kidding. I wish Smart Water give us a sponsor. Actually, uh, and, and Just Water, the only way. Yes. Can I get an amen? Amen. Uh, we love you here, Jaden Smith. We believe in you, Jaden Smith. Um, you're the best, Jaden Smith. Uh, let me pull up my notes here. Sorry, I wasn't prepared. Where's my phone? Hey, can you get my phone in the other room for me? Yeah, thanks. Um, pull it up on my iPad really quick. 
Okay, okay. Um, so, as you can see today, we have, we're going to have a brief, we're, we're not brief, we're going to have a Q&A kind of moment. Um, we have these lovely people here because I, they, they know about relationships. And, you know, I believe our leaders in general know about relationships. And we want them to pour into you. We, and, and uh, we have some questions here that we thought of deeply and we, we're going we're gonna to talk about them. Um, and then kind of at the end, we're going to, thank you so much, sweetie. Um, and then like at the end, we're going to open it up to um, if you guys have questions. Um, and then a little bit after that, we're going to split up into uh, the guys small group and the girls small group. And we'll go off record and we'll, we'll, we'll get into the nitty gritty of relationships and gender specific problems that you guys may have. But um, I, I'm really excited. Are you guys excited? Yeah. I don't believe you. I said, are you guys excited? Yeah. Um, rest in peace, podcast listeners. Um, so if, um, yeah, rest in peace. Um, so if, uh, if each of you um, could give just a brief summary on, I guess, your relational life, um, you know, just very quickly, um, if you guys want to give a brief summary on, you know, your relationship, that, that'd be great. And then Angie, yours, and then Janae, you can talk about us. Um, and stuff. So yeah, go for it. Um, yes. So again, my name is Chris. This is my girlfriend, Isabel. Um, we, we, we have quite the story. I I've known her since I was, uh, 15. Um, yeah, we, we always get very, uh, uh, rosy cheeks, except you can't really see it, you know, uh, cause of my pigment. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we, we had a Christian club in our high school called Axe Club. Um, anybody here go to UHS, shout out to you guys. That's, it's coming. It's coming, man. Uh, I met Isabel in Axe Club. I was speaking there one time and then, uh, you know, I was looking around the room like we're speaking and then like, say she was sitting right here. The spotlight kind of came on. Um, it went slow motion. A couple of doves flew by and I was like, she's beautiful. Uh, and then we found each other on Instagram. Um, I think she, I think she found me on Instagram yeah. and then she followed me and then I followed her and then, uh, yeah, man, we were, we were together for a little bit. Um, we spent some time apart for a little bit and then we came back stronger. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I love this girl. I don't want to say I love her to death cause we're not going to die. I love her to life. Um, yeah, man, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I would do without her. I'm very grateful for her. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Angie, if you want to give a brief testimony, I guess, of your I'm relational nervous. life, go for it. <laughs> My name's Angie. Um, I'm a single lady. Let me hear it from all the singles. <laughs> um, but honestly, um, I think God takes us through a season of singleness because he wants to teach us a lot. Um, and I think God, that's something that God has been doing because um, he wants us, above all else, to fall in love with him first. Um, so while I'm you know, trying to fall in love with him again and, and going through that process, I feel like I'm dating God, really. Come on. Um, I'm also praying for a man that is ferociously after his heart because if Let's we go. don't seek that, then... I don't know that 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 is what God asks us asks us to seek for because if we love Jesus, 
um, we should want someone who loves Jesus as well. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're going to be tempted in ways that we shouldn't be tempted. Either, e- even if you seek, even if you're with someone who is Christian, we're going to be tempted anyways. Um, but you want to have someone who has that same vision. The Bible says that a man should lead his wife, right? That he should love Jesus as, um, he, that a man should love his wife as Jesus loves the church. I know Pastor Gabe preached on that. Yeah. And the only way a man can do that is if he knows God's love. That's good. Um, so I just want to encourage you guys. And I think something that God has taught me and my road is, is we cannot settle. Even though the That's world cool. will say, hey, you need a relationship, we should not and we cannot settle because that'll, um, that, that can be dangerous. Let's go. Yeah. But uh, I'm thankful for my season of, of singleness, even though it's hard, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. Let's go. Give it up for Angie, guys. <laughs> now, the lovely, the talented, the precious, anointed, wise, majestic, dignified, Beautiful. Is your mom coming out? Your no. mom is all those things. No. And that's why I chose you, because you like my mom. Anyways. So, Miss Janae Juliana Clark. Yeah, that is that is my full name. Juliana, really? Yes. Um, no, false. It's not Crystal. Um, okay, so some of you know the story, uh, but the real short story of it is uh, I was running a book club, mm. and uh, it was at Starbucks, mm. the one that Pastor Gay was working at, mm. and <laughs> I was not looking for a relationship. I was really focused on my season of singleness. Um, I was writing a Bible study on James for Wednesday at the time, too. Uh, so. And... Just the short story is he came, sat down at my book club. I scared and her. She screamed when she saw me because she couldn't hold in her emotion. That's not part of the short story. <laughs> that's not part of the short story. She was like, wow. Oh. <laughs> Basically, a small group at church is how we met. And amen. Small groups are so important, mm-hmm. guys. Um, and yeah, we've just, uh, we were friends first. Yep. That's such a, a great, important factor. And then my beauty overwhelmed him, and he... This is true. I won't knew. deny this fact. Um, but it's we've been dating for over a year now, mm. and we've it's learned a lot. One of them is communication. Hey, yo. They tell you that, and you're like, I know how to talk, but um, communication is different. It's not just talking. Yeah. Um, it's expressing how you feel and how <coughs> like you have different perceptions like from the other person, so... Mm-hmm. You think you understand, but then when you're in the relationship, you're like, oh, okay, no. now I get it. Because um, you want to be petty and not talk. And just yes. be like, you should know what you did. Yes. You should know. You, you don't know? Now I'm not talking to you. I wasn't talking to you before, but now I'm really not talking to you. So I'm talking about me here. Um, no, I'm, kidding. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Oh, no, that, that was it. All right. Um, so I'll, I'll add to that. Um, yeah, literally, I, I was doing a Bible study, writing a Bible study. Um, I go and I sit down and I look and I see her. And I was literally like, I was like, I was like, whoa. I was like, because, you know, like, there, there, you know, there are girls who are like, they're pretty, you know, but they like, have like a baby face. Now. I was like, that's a grown woman. I was like, she probably married in her career. And I was like, and I'm over here at Valencia. Um, 
but nah, man, uh, I I hit her up through Insta, you know. Um, but the funny is, so I, I worked at the Starbucks, right? And she came through the drive-through the very next day, and I was like, and I was like, oh my gosh, God, it's you. I get it. I understand now. Um, so, and she was like on the phone with one of her friends, Emily. Shout out, Emily. Um, so, uh, she was on the phone with one of her friends, and I was like, oh my gosh, hi. I didn't want to say I didn't want to say her name because I don't think she had told me her name, but I knew her name was Janae from her Instagram. But I didn't want to say her name because it was like, how do you know my name? We didn't talk. We and, talked. But I didn't ask you for your name. I don't remember. I didn't remember. I wanted to play it cool, so I was like, you didn't ask her for her name? I don't know. I was not thinking. I was nervous. Her Instagram? I have my ways. I have my ways. Anyways, anyways, so uh, I gave her her coffee, and I was just like, yeah, and then she was like, thank you, and she just drove off, and I was like, got it, not happening. Again, cool. I was not looking for a relationship, cool. so I was just like, oh, it's the kid from yesterday, cool. But did you think he was cute? Um, I mean, the, like, <laughs> when I mean... When I mean, um, it was because, like, the first time I saw him wasn't, like, when he sat down. I, when I walked in, I'm very aware of my surroundings because I'm a beautiful lady. So, <laughs> I, like, but, like, when I walk into Tell places, I look, like, across the room. So, mm -hmm. I know, whatever. Anyway, so, I saw him sitting there, and I was like, mm. oh, like, that guy's cute. But, again, yes, she did not looking cute. for a relationship. I was just like, okay, like, you it was smart. more like it processed in my brain as information. It was like, doo, 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 that guy's cute. Okay, great. Now I'm sitting down, and I'm not going to think about it. Um, but I, <laughs> I saw him the next day, yeah, no. and I was just like, oh, right. it's the kid. <laughs> okay, so are you guys ready for our first question? Yeah. Are you guys ready for our first question? No. Um, so, so, so really quick, guys. So, um, uh, we have a few uh, questions kind of already pre-written, um, but as time goes on, I'm going to kind of like cut it. If we don't get through all the questions, that's fine. I want to give you guys room to have questions. So, um, like even right now, think of a question to ask. Okay? Cool? About, like, about, about relationships. But Friendship. So, that, that goes. Um, what do you mean? Say that one more time. If they have something to say on it, then yeah, they'll answer it. Um, but if you want to ask somebody specifically, then feel free. Okay. Um, okay. So the first question is, drum roll, please. The first question is, what do I do when I feel like everyone's in a relationship except me? What, what do I do? Somebody help me. So who, who wants to answer that? Who wants to go first? I'll go. That's All right, an guys. Question. Um, I, think, I think something that we do a lot is, uh, I don't know, we, we are in despair because we're like, oh my gosh, they're in a relationship and I'm not. Um, I think the Bible calls us to um, rejoice with one another. So I think God wants us to rejoice that other people are in a relationship. And I know that's crazy, um, but I think... That's part of the answer, rejoice when others are rejoicing. But also, I think um, it goes back to seeking God and, and talking to God about it. Um, God helped me with, 
you know, I don't, I don't want to have, because the Bible also tells that, that it's not good to be jealous. It's not good to, to, to covet. So I think going to God about it and be like, God, I, I don't want to be jealous. I want to rejoice with their rejoicing because um, I don't, he doesn't want us to be at a wedding that is a very celebratory uh, thing and be like, man, yeah. when is it going to be me? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, he wants us to rejoice. But, but I think it goes back to what I said at the beginning. He wants us to to fall so madly in love with him because he doesn't want someone else to come and complete us the point of a spouse is not to complete you because if we think that then that means for anyone who's single or anyone who's not married that means right now you're not complete Mm -hmm. and god's like no i complete you i'm the one that completes you i want you to know my love so deeply that you don't need anything else. That's good. So that when someone else comes, when God is like, here is your husband, here is what you've been asking for, the wife that you've been asking for, it's just a compliment. And it's just, Lord, thank you for this blessing. Come on. Let's go. Give it up for that. Ugh. All right. That was Isabel? really good. Um, I just want to add, like, uh, I really like the point that you made to, like, rejoice and stuff. Um, I think it's important to recognize too that we're like we're all in different seasons in our lives so just because we see other people in a relationship doesn't mean that it should influence how you make your decisions or like change your perspective on things because like angie said um we should be rejoicing and um at the end of the day like we have our own lives we have our own walks and your time will come like everyone has a season and um it's just about being patient in god and trusting that whatever is for you will not pass you and um, if you're not in a relationship, it's because God is still molding you and he's preparing you for that right moment so that you're able to enjoy every single part of that and you're vo- able to avoid heartbreak and any other issues. So, again, rejoice. I really, I really like that point. Come but on. yeah, so it's everyone has their own walk. So enjoy the walk that you're on right now. Mm, good job. Let's go. I said good job like I'm their teacher. Good job, kid. Like what? I'm going to add on. All right, go for re- it. Really quick. I'm going to piggyback um, off that. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm going to piggyback off Yeah, um, I uh, I think as far as what to do um, with this, like, Instagram, social media age, everyone is out here, you know, posting pictures with their bae, right? Everyone is getting in a relationship, married, having babies, all this stuff, right? And it's very easy to compare yourself, you know? Um, I think my biggest uh, piece of advice would be don't don't compare yourself um, be grateful for that person, for that, uh, you know, couple that's in that relationship, pray for them. Um, but don't compare cause you know what comparison will allow you to do. It's going to allow you to, um, settle, you know what I mean? For somebody that was not meant for you, but just because you're lonely and everyone else is in a relationship, then why not me just go and be with some random, you know, uh, Hebrew or Shebrew, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, that's it. That's good. Anybody else have anything to add on that? Keep it, keep it short. Um, I think something that I, uh, a thought that I struggled with is um, I would ask God, I'm like, God, do you just want me to be, like, what did you make me to be single forever? Like, is that, because I, I feel like sometimes people preach and they say some, some people are made for singleness. And I believe that, but I feel like if we are, God puts that in our heart. That's good. Um, and then I heard, I don't know if it was a preaching or if I read it, but in the Bible, in Genesis, God creates everything, right? And he sees, it says, and it was good. And he saw that it was good. But then when he sees um, Adam 
and he sees that he's alone, that's the first time that he says, and he saw that it was not good, mm-hmm. right? And so he created a wife. You know, he, he created animals and he created a wife for him. So, so I think um, if, he, if we have that desire in our hearts, then we weren't created for singleness. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, uh, you know, God will bring a spouse for us when it is time. Um, but yeah, I just want to add that. Cool. Jenny, did you have anything? Um, I like all right. Um, so I'm a, I'm not going to hit every single question on this list, but I'm going to hit the ones that I think are really important. Um, so the next one that I think is really important is, um, mm, so why is it hard to let people in when I've been hurt so many times before? And I guess, how do you grow from that? And how do you let, let yourself get healed from that? Christopher Dean. Yes. Let him get the mic. Amen. Uh, I was I was talking about this with Isabel yesterday. We looked, we were like going through the questions, and I was like, mm-hmm. I want to answer this. Let's you go. Know? Um, so I think that. Can you rephrase the question, or can you restate the question? Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, so the question is, um, why is it hard to let people in when I've been hurt so many times before? Um, I think we have as humans a huge like overgeneralization problem, right? One church. Um, hurts you now all churches are bad now god isn't real um one guy breaks your heart now all guys are bad one girl breaks your heart now all girls are bad you know what i mean um (laughs) that's not facts that's not facts false facts yeah um fake news um but like we um i think when we see like a little bit of a pattern of something um will like put put that in somebody's entire like category right you know what i mean and so um i know for myself like my my dad wasn't in my life i faced a lot of rejection from him uh going into my teenage years even rejection from my mother as well and so there's this rejection that's built up um and if we're not careful there's people that actually love us and people that actually show us that they want to be there for us but because we're so jacked up with our rejection and we don't know how to deal with it, we kind of keep them, you know, mm-hmm. at a distance. Yeah. Um, and we got to learn how to go to God and ask him to break those walls down that hurt down um, so that we could allow people to love us. Yeah. Now, be wise in that, you know, because some people, they'll they'll say they love you, but it's like you got fake people showing fake love, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out Drake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but sometimes you got fake people showing fake love and it's not real, you know, so you know, I have discernment obviously, but, um, yeah, that's, that's, um, and I want to, I kind of want to ask on top of that, like maybe what are some things that you did in your life to be able to just kind of let people in again and kind of like, like what, what's the process of that? Cause I know it's, it's not a quick process. Healing doesn't just happen. You know what I mean? Like you get, you scrape yourself and then it takes time for the scab to, to, you know, to happen. And then as the scab happens, you know, it takes time for the thing that's uh, for the skin underneath it to heal and stuff like that. So um, I guess kind of what, what's your take on healing and how can how can we be proactive with looking for that healing? Yeah, that's a great question, bro. That's why you're the pastor. Um, <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, no. So I, I think I never re- I never really dealt with it. Uh, I honestly say like until we started getting close, bro, you and I, because mm-hmm. um, I, I realized like there were things I would have to open up about and I'm like I don't I don't I don't like opening up. I don't yeah. like this. It, it, yeah. it sucks. This is weird, you know? Um but 
I think once I started doing that slowly and just different conversations, because um, our, our friendship started kind of surface level mm -hmm. and I, it progressively, you know, grew. Um, and it was one of those things where like, God kind of showed me that I could trust you with the small things uh, of, of things that I dealt with. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw you weren't going around, you know, telling everybody or I didn't hear about, yo, Gabe told me this about you, bro. You know, yeah. um, but I saw that you were trustworthy in like the small things. And so it kind of opened up my heart to uh, confide in, in bigger things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and to the point where like, like I trust you, you yeah. know, um, and so I think like for everyone, you know, here to overcome that, like find somebody that, that you could trust with like small things, you know, because you don't want to just unload everything on everybody the first time you meet them. You know what I mean? Because um, you might not know they might not be able to hold water, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And I would even say on top of that, like if you yourself, like even like even for our leaders, like you notice like when you're trying to get close to somebody if they're kind of guarded off the best thing you can do is like be patient with that person because i noticed that about chris when we first started being friends i knew he was kind of guarded and for good reason like you know I, I can't imagine you know what he's faced in his life you know at that time but when i didn't know him that well but all i knew was like hey i'm i'm called to be like jesus and if that that means i'm gonna be there for him at whatever level of commitment he wants me to be there for him at you know what I mean? So if he begins to trust me with more then you know, what? I'm going to honor that. I'm going to be there for him. And I think the best thing that um, we can do if we're trying to be close with somebody who's kind of guarded off, who has been hurt is be consistent, be consistent, be consistent. The thing, th this is the crazy thing. You know why God is holy? Because he's consistent. God has never changed. You have changed. That is why he is holy. We are not. But Jesus made a way. Amen. You know what I mean? Um, so... Yeah, I want to go to one more question or two more, um, and then we're going to take some questions from them because we're running short on time because me and Janae played the game again, and I lost. So, um, Okay. Okay, here we go. I said, okay, here we go, like I had it. But, um, what's the benefit of having accountability? And try to keep your answer like, two minutes or less, um, just so we can, you know, what's the benefit of having accountability in relationships and in anything? The lovely Janae Clark. Okay. So, um, just to kind of understand what accountability is like, um, with me and Gabe, we're in a relationship and obviously we want to have certain boundaries. Um, and one of the boundaries obviously is like, you know, we're not going to have sex before marriage. Um, but of course, like we're human and we're imperfect. And so whenever I'm frustrated, not at that particular instance, but like, let's say I'm frustrated, like with the communication thing and like fighting another boundary we have decided is we don't want to fight ugly. I don't want to call him names. I don't want him to obviously hit me or anything. So there are certain Never. boundaries in every relationship. Um, but sometimes you get frustrated trying mm -hmm. to keep those boundaries. Um, so you have accountability. So Angie, yeah. I feel as one of the people we can come to, I can literally tell her anything that I'm feeling about Gabe, positive or negative, and she'll be able to put it all in context, put it in perspective, yeah. um, because you are too emotional in your relationship. So yeah. like if we're fighting about something and I think I'm totally right, um, I'm probably not because I'm compromised. But with the perspective of Angie, my yeah. 
accountability she can help me realize that maybe i'm being a little prideful or something um so accountability is hard because you don't want to tell someone your business you think you can fix it in your own relationship um but you cannot you Mm -hmm. really can't and to assume you can um unfortunately is prideful but i've been there we've been Mm -hmm. there and we learned our lesson the hard way so that's why i love accountability yeah (laughs) anyone else want to answer that I think just to add on what Janae said, um, so you do want to find someone that will give you good advice. I I feel like sometimes when we're struggling, whether it's in a relationship or or in anything, we like to um, talk to someone else and it turns into either gossip or it turns into this is what I'm going through. And we're just looking for someone to agree with whatever we're feeling. But if we have um, the right accountability, godly inc- accountability, then they're not just going to say, you know what, you, you right. They're going to be like, okay, but what, you know, let, let's pray about it, which is huge. I think the Bible talks about, you know, praying for one another. And I honestly don't think that we do it, do it enough, but we should find people that are not gonna, that are going to be like, let me pray about this with you, mm-hmm. but also be like, all right, so let's see we know what they did wrong, all right? What maybe did you do wrong? Or let's look at the Bible and let's see what the Bible says. That's good. Um, you know, so, so that's huge, uh, making sure that, that we have a godly person that, that's Come keeping on. us accountable. Let's go. Anybody else? Yeah, go for it. Um, I think accountability really helps with the fact that, like, you don't have to go through things alone. Like, even yeah. especially, in, like, being in a relationship with somebody, um, I know like when I started like getting back with Chris, like there was a lot of things that I was trying to process and I was able to find someone that I could trust that I know um, was a good listener that I know was wise and would give me good advice based on God's word. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was able to, she was able to help me process a lot of things so that I wasn't going insane, especially us girls. We go insane sometimes. We get a little crazy, Um, but she was able to help me and it's, and it's good. Like we're not supposed to go through things alone. So um, that's another reason why like accountability is so important. So preach it, Bishop. Um, Amazing. You want to ask me, Chris? No. Okay. Um, Why is it important to be careful with what I watch and listen to? Please preach this. Preach this, somebody. Come on. So if if I'm trying to be pure and not have sex before marriage and all I listen to is music that degrades women and talks about their bodies and talks about undressing yes, them. That's good. And all I watch is like sexual stuff, how am I gonna be pure in my right. mind? Like right. you know, how that's that's my answer. Yeah. It's short, sweet to the point. Yeah. You know? Like mm-hmm. we uh that if if you want to <clears throat> if you want to start getting healthy and going to the gym you don't eat junk food every day that's good you know what i mean you eat healthy and you go to the gym and you like you you do what's opposite of what's making you unhealthy right you know um and so yeah man we like we got to we got to really watch what uh watch. like we're you know yeah downloading into into our systems mm. yeah yeah and i want to piggyback off that um literally um because uh, man I, I remember being 15 16 you know and being like ah but drake is the f- is champagne poppy he's great I love him <laughs> you know and like future you know ds2 i loved all of it it was great but here here's what i'll tell you though here's what i'll tell you um 
when I was, when all I did was listen to it, I didn't, you know, you don't really notice how like very like explicit and sexual these things are. But like, so I stopped listening to it for a while. Like, I don't know, maybe like a month or two. And then I listened to it again. And literally I was like, yo, how did I not spot any of this? How did I not spot any of the stuff in it? And it was because I was desensitized to it. You know, like, because here's the thing. Um, you, like, I don't know. Can I yeah. piggyback Go off of it. that? Yeah. Okay, so um, I think part of, like, the problem is, like, we're like, oh, but, like, I want to keep up to date with, like, all the good music or whatever. And trust me, like, it is so irrelevant. Like, Literally. I know you're like, no, there's totally no way. I have to know all I gotta the good make music. this TikTok. I have to know all like the good movies and the shows and whatever. But I swear, like, once you stop watching it, your heart changes. Literally. And then when you go back and you like see a clip or something, you are almost like shocked. You're like, what? Like, they have this out on TV. Like, mm -hmm. a five-year-old could watch this, and that yeah. that would be weird. Yeah. So your heart changes, and I know it sounds kind of weird, but honestly, the only way for us to really convince you is if you do it yourself mm -hmm. and you see that change. And I promise, it doesn't matter. Like, you're not yeah. gonna care about the new Drake album. You're not gonna care about what's her face. I know you're like, <laughs> okay, whatever, lady. Um, I uh, don't even, and I'm not yeah. trying to sound like I. I'm high and mighty and I only listen to Hillsong. That's not true. But I'm just saying like sometimes. those like rated R stuff, like try and cut that out first. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, and oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say like yeah. your heart just changed. That's the main point of what I'm trying to say is like, and you won't want to watch that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of understand your grandma a little more. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. No, yeah. And I'll, this will be like the last thing I say on it. Um, I, maybe the reason some of you aren't as close to God is because you can't get close to God with a lot of the world on you. And the closer you get to God, the more it's got to come off because God is a purifying fire. Mm -hmm. And the reason, and if you do, choose not to let it go and not allow yourselves to become more like Jesus, which is the point of the Christian walk, to be more like Jesus, then you won't be as close to God as you desire because you choose to desire the things of the world rather than God himself. Yes. Does that make sense? That was a that good was, answer. That we was got good. some praise. <laughs> then <it's clapping. laughs> um, so right now we'll we'll take questions from you guys if anybody's got any questions any questions any questions any questions guys this is like gold right here go ahead friend you have a question so what are you talking about with um the music like can i just listen to like am i not able to listen to any music at all does chris do you want to answer that <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Go for it. Talk to him. He's just going to throw it straight to me. The bad music. I see what you're saying. I, I see what you mean. And like, I mean, so re really think about what, what, a, what is it about the music that you like? You can relate to Drake. It's catchy. I hear you. Absolutely. The lyrics are fire when they degrade women. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm teasing you. It's fine. No, I understand. I know what you mean. Don't get it twisted. I still listen to Drake sometimes. But the question is this. Like, here's the thing. Eat ice cream every now and then. Don't make it the only thing you eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what are you, what are you really? But here's the thing. 
we, we say it, but like, what are you really feeding yourself though? Cause like you, you said the point and I'm not like, that's, that's a really good point. I relate to it. Remember when I said, when your life sounds like a, 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 a song, there's a problem. And the reason some of your lives sounds like songs is because that's all you feed your mind. So when it's time to react, all you know to react off of is the lyrics of the song and you don't know scripture. So you can't react that way. Right. You know what I mean? So all you know how to react is, ah, oh, nah, bump them. I'm cutting you off. Like, your price is way too high. You need to cut it. But you don't know grace because you haven't read grace. My bad. I'm like no, you're good. over you're here good. raising my hand. This was literally me throughout all of school. I was a kid that was like somebody else is talking. And I'm like, wait. You know? <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll, I'll say this, bro. Um, and to anyone else who's also thinking that. Uh, great question, by the way, man. Um, so uh, there was there was a huge season towards like the end of last year, like November, November, December, where I was like in a really like low discouraged spot. Uh, and all I was listening to was sad music. Mm. And it wasn't really like sexual. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it wasn't yeah. making me like disrespect women or anything like that. Uh, but it. It wasn't edifying to my spirit. Yeah. It wasn't helping me get closer to God. Yeah. Like I would get sad, I would put this music on and it would take me even lower, you yeah. know? And um I want to share this scripture. It's in Philippians chapter four, um, verse uh verse eight. And Paul says, uh, fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. And he says, Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Um and so I think uh, I think that sums it up right there. I'm not saying I'm not uh, one of one of my favorite artists, KB. He said this in an interview. He was like uh, he was like uh, not all secular music is bad yeah. and not all Christian music is good. Come on, bro. You know what I mean? Some Christian music is corny. Um, <laughs> LOL. Um, and so um, like, for example, this Justin Bieber album, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just my stance on it yeah. you know what i mean like he's he's loving his wife it's not degrading it's very it's very yeah. lovely it's coming from a pure heart you know yeah. um so yeah i i think if it, if it is causing you to think about things that give honor to god amen yeah. i'm all for you. it i hear you um anything any other questions uh if not i can i can say one more thing about that i'll just say one more thing about that um no yeah man like i i just really believe that um like, if you don't think there's any good Christian music out there, make good Christian music. Fire. You know, like, you know what you like to hear. You know what sounds good, so make it. God, you see, here's the thing. Complaining is when you see a problem, but you don't come up with a solution. That's complaining. We're not called to complain. We're called to collaborate and solve the problem. I'm preaching. Any more questions? Mia. Oh, I'm going to get her the mic so we stick in here. Oh, it's all right. Okay. So I don't know if this is like, probably like you guys are like, some of you guys are too young for this, but um, I wanted to ask because I have spoken to Angie about this before and the adult pastors, <laughs> but um, specifically in your relationships or your relationship, I know that I don't, I assume you guys have not always had the thought of like, you know, I'm going to make sure my relationship follows like, you know, God and all this stuff. Like, what is it that made you guys get to the point where you realize like, this is what I'm going to do? Because, you know, me being in a relationship, 
a long-term relationship you know obviously even though like i love god and he loves god there is struggles um what is it that gets to the point what is it that made you guys get to that point where you're like this is what i'm gonna do and i'm gonna like pursue you know a good relation like a relationship that is um you know the way that god um expects it to be like through the bible that doesn't make it didn't make that much sense i know i know what she's saying it it made sense okay it's okay i know what you're saying so um you're gonna get to a point um because sin is sin right and so when you struggle with sin no matter what it is if you're lying or if you're out like drinking a bunch the way you feel after sin is like crap you feel ashamed and it's the worst feeling ever and it's a vicious cycle so I am totally a person to where I will look at each and every one of you and you are smarter than you think you are. You are stronger than you think you are. The devil literally just tries to convince you otherwise. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like I got to a point where I was so upset with how the relationship was going and I didn't want the relationship to end, but I knew like it was on, not on me, but it was on me to be like, okay, I need to be more mature and I need to realize that I can do this I can be um kind of smarter with my actions and I can go to God and be like I don't want to feel like this again I don't know what needs to happen but you need to tell me what to do yeah and I know we would do these things where we would take breaks so like we wouldn't talk to each other for like the whole day and then like at the end of the day we would come back together and realize like how I missed him how I wanted to talk to him and it allowed me to stay stronger in myself and my relationship with God. Um, but I, again, like just going back to the vicious cycle, like I just didn't want to feel crappy anymore. And I knew God was the answer. So if I knew God was the answer and I wasn't running to him about it, then that was just on me. I wanted to be in like a mess. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty hard. But I was talking about this with, with Angel um like a few weeks ago like as you draw near to god like god will draw near to you so if you are just like god i don't want to do this anymore how do i not do it i'm human i'm faulty and sometimes i tell god i'm like why did you make me this way couldn't i just be a robot and it would be easier but whatever um so you're just gonna mess up you have to give yourself grace but at the end of the day know like you can do it because god is in you Mm -hmm. and he wants you to live that fruitful life um but he wants you to have a like a healthy and a happy relationship that honors him. That's what he he wants it more than you. Yeah. And so, again, as you run after God, like he will draw you to you and he will protect you. Um, mm-hmm. It will never be perfect. But I mean, at the end of the day, like Angie said, if you are both running after God, like mm-hmm. God will honor that God will yeah. come to you. And the only other thing I can say is like it will not be easy and you will get frustrated. Mm -hmm. But at least like the end goal of walking down the aisle, knowing you honor God, like that's the only thing you would want. You know what I mean? And have your heart like change to that. Mm -hmm. And I really truly feel like everything will fall into place. Yeah. And I want to very briefly piggyback off of that. I love that term, (laughs) piggyback off of that. Um, I, I would just say like, it's a lot easier when you both kind of decide it I don't know I don't know how to say it like because like with me and Janae I think Isabel and Chris would agree like like yo like I I love God more than I love Janae you know like like it would be the hardest thing I would ever have to do but if God told me that to drop her I'll I'll drop her it'd take me a while but I'll do it you know what I mean and I think it's like 
it's just kind of, I don't, like, yeah, it's like Janae loves God more than me, and I love God more than Janae, so God is my priority, not Janae. You know what I mean? So I'm going to seek after God, and that's going to influence how me and Janae will seek each other. You know what I mean? Um, so I think when you guys are on the same page about that and, like, you know, you're not always going to be on the same page about it. Like, I'm not always running after God as hard as Janae is, and Jay's not always running after God as hard as I am. Very rarely are we both seeking God at the same rate, the same intensity. Very rarely is that a thing. But I think the point of the relationship, and well, not the point of it, but, like, I think something that healthy that can happen in the relationship is, like, I can be like, hey, Janae, um, have you been reading your word? No? Okay, that's fine. I'm not going to, like, degrade her about it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, have you been praying? No? Cool, let's pray. You know, like, hey, have you been reading your word? No? Okay, let's read the Bible together. Let's read through this together and let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Um, Oh, yeah, and doing, like, practical things like praying together, reading the word together. Like, it's so important. It's really changing. And, again, accountability. Accountability. You know, talk to people about your relationship. I know it sucks and it's hard, but, like, they can give you perspective and how to help you. Um, I know something that me and Gabe want to do is we want to find a married couple and ask them, like, how they did it, how they are doing it, what advice they can give us. Um, mm. The wise man loves rebuke. Yeah. Mentorship is always good. Mentorship is always good. Thanks so much for listening. We hope this week's episode blessed you. And if it did, share with your friends and family. And don't forget to subscribe and check us out on social media at Gyrocity ORL. Have a blessed day. And remember, you were made to change the culture.